back to Weebology. Thanks, y'all, for coming back to class. I am your ascending professor, Ricky. <laughs> and I am your run-of-the-mill, plateauing professor, Ethan. Now, this is a much different take, I thought. I, I would have assumed that you would have been thriving still, Ethan. But I, a man living in the void, has finally seen Let me the ask light. you this, Ricky. Yeah? How do you go higher than the tippity-top of a mountain? The same way you don't go lower than the bottom of the void is <laughs> you, you, you reach the summit, you reach the basin, and you find uh, a, I plateau. Guess there is a plateau, a uh-huh. plateau of sorts. So I guess you're right. You have plateaued at the tippy top, or I'd plateaued at the biggity bottom, and I <laughs> have finally started to ascend. I had a phenomenal week. I've opened the windows, I've released the blinds, I've seen the light, and I'm no longer in a cave, Ethan. Even yeah, I look guys, like- uh, you know, out of character. <laughs> it's been great to see Ricky like on the come up again. Um, he sounds like himself. Uh, we I'm, had a I'm nice long phone chat the other day, and I was like, "Wow, it, Ricky sounds nice. like Ricky." Wow. Yeah, it was nice. And I um, I, I still look like an Italian a lumberjack, <laughs> lost in the woods, ready to chop down trees just to survive. But I am climbing out, and. It's it's episodes like these that get my spirits up, Ethan, because we have two guys in a warehouse podcast again, Alex and Dylan. How are you guys doing, by the way? What's up, guys? What doing is up, good. What is up? Thanks for having us back on. We really appreciate it. Oh, no. Thanks for coming back on. Um, I, I only really have two questions for y'all to open this up. The last time we spoke on our <laughs> last collabs, we were in the old world. And we are now in the new world order. How are y'all handling this isolation situation? Uh, you know, I hate to say it, but everybody's suffering kind of brought me back up, actually. <laughs> I'm actually doing really good. Oh, yeah. I'm actually doing oh, really, God. really good. <laughs> We're like the only two people to benefit from. <laughs> yeah, from this. <laughs> yeah. No. You just, uh, ha- you just happened to. Okay. Yeah, I, don't I guess know we what should probably explain just... that because now it kind of sounds like uh, you just like really thrive off of other people's. No, 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 not like suffering. that. <laughs> I mean, it was just you know, just like the living situation that we were in. Um, it just wasn't really good. But now I'm kind of like back home with my family and stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just been kind of like a good way to reconnect with them and and just kind of came out on top. Um, yeah (laughs) yeah and now that there's not like anywhere to go saving money and stuff like that so yeah that is the one thing i did notice my my wallet has uh finally had a breath of reprieve Mm -hmm. from the my social life which is (laughs) typically beaten my wallet into submission like yes you will have that seventh drink because your friends are still out deal with it and you're gonna buy Um, their seventh drink as well because you know you're out with your friends who you been who you been talking to who you been talking? Hold on a second. <laughs> what do you know? But, the, but the, the, honestly, the other question I want to ask can confirm was... as Ricky gets drunker, he gets freer with yeah. money. <laughs> I think that's just a universal perfect role. time to ask. Yeah. I'm an al- I'm an altruist at heart. I'm a philanthropist in my soul. I feel this. I I supply my friends. But the other question I wanted to ask was specifically to Dylan. We've been on uh, the edge of our seats. Uh, oh shit! I know. I know what question is oh, coming. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Alex may have slain your interest last time in Black Clover, but <laughs> since we've talked last, how has that gone? Have you picked it back up? Has uh, Black Clover won you over yet again? Okay. Or do you still hate us? Uh, I haven't <laughs> I haven't picked up the anime Black Clover yet, but I did pre-order the newest volume of the manga. 
Um, so I'll be, I'm going to catch on, uh, um, get what? on that. Yeah, I picked up, <laughs> I pre-ordered like volume 23 of <laughs> Black Clover. <laughs> he owns no, no, I own what? no Black Clover I, I, except for a pre-order. I will take this. I will take this consolation prize. I really will. <laughs> but it doesn't it's, make it's sense. Why are you starting in the middle? <laughs> he likes to start in the middle, yeah. go and to the end, and then come back to the beginning. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm going to catch style. up to the most current volume, and then I'll just read from what I own there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, but I, I, ha- I still... Let's not get it twisted for the students. Alex, you did this to him. Look, I already How paid my you? dues. I cut off a pinky, and I Venmoed him 300 bucks. Oh <laughs> I've already paid my Yakuza dues. style. <laughs> Like a weird monkey's I like paw. It. Yeah. Now I can't. I can't hide my shame. <laughs> yeah. Everybody sees my hand. It's like, what did you do? So, got my cousin off black clover. Yeah. <laughs> I keep seeing art for it, and it it looks freaking amazing. So, I that is. I, mean, I was monk, trying to catch up on uh, Demon Slayer first, so I did that oh. since because that's about to end. I think mm. that ends this month actually. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to With catch the movie, up. Movie. Yeah. No. No. The manga. Oh, the manga, yeah, manga. Yeah. Okay, Inter- yeah, interesting. So, uh, do you find that the story, the story, uh, hammers at home? Can us anime fans have something to look forward to in the future? I think you'll definitely have something to look forward to. Um, Uh-oh. I don't want to. <laughs> oh, I don't like the way you said no, that. It's, it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, I I don't want to get too much into it and yeah. get too ahead of it. But there there is going to be some crazy stuff that goes down in the anime, and I think uh, a lot of people are going to really like it. Yeah. That's promising. Mm-hmm. That's promising to hear. Um, so, honest to God, let's get right into it. Ethan, what are we doing today? Wh- wh- why are we here? To- today, we are doing our Pitch or Ditch Redux with two guys in a warehouse where we pitched them Rising of the Shield Hero and they pitched us Rage of Bahamut or something like that. Bahamut. 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 Genesis. Hell yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, Genesis. Um, yeah, I mean, so we were going to go ahead and let you guys go first since uh, you watched this basically immediately after we did the Pitcher Ditch. And, and warms, uh, we recently watched it. Yes. <laughs> it's probably it warms smarter. my heart that you guys that you guys actually watch this because it is my. it could be my, one of my favorite isekais of all time. So would you love to give the students... A ten thousand foot view of what what is this plot? What what is this isekai even about? Well, first off, this renewed some of my love for isekai. Once I <gasps> I thought I was worn out, which I still kind of am, but this is probably the best isekai I've watched recently. Yeah, and I would put it at the top wow. in the top with Ray Zero and uh, Konosuba. Um, it's really a fun adventure uh, fantasy isekai which a lot of them are. But the nice thing about Rising of the Shield Hero, the main character, Nafumi, he doesn't come into the world OP like every other character. Uh, you know, exactly. Especially Cautious Hero. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> Cautious, Hero, Cautious Hero did it really well. I think Cautious Hero is funny in that regard is because while Cautious Hero does an OP character that is limited by his own perception of his abilities... Uh, Rise of the Shield Hero, Nafumi is limited by the world he's dropped into. Mm-hmm. He is kind of cucked from the day one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's oh, yeah. negative. Yeah. He's yeah. negative and not, at the start. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> and not only that, so, just right off the bat, he just gets screwed over by all the people in the everybody. world. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> just instantly. Uh, everyone hates him. Yeah. That actually made me very upset. The way, like, it, 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 it 
generated an emotional visceral response from me mm-hmm. the way he got smacked because <clears throat> from the from day one did you guys resonate with uh his knowledge of maybe jrpgs or just you know they cut away a lot of the chaff mm-hmm. from the early part where they're just like you you guys watching this know the mechanics you guys understand everything about isekais we're not going to bore you with the details now for me already had that knowledge did you guys resonate that like more than other characters in isekais in the past. Uh, I mean, I mean, he was definitely an easy like insert for me. Like, yeah. I kind of just go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I know, understand, you know, the concept of RPGs, mm-hmm. how they work, and all that. So it was an easy insert. And yeah. I do as like as long as you understand away. the concept of it. Yeah. yeah I like how they just kind of got right into it. There was no, it wasn't filler. <clears throat> yeah. That you know, and I mean, we've seen so many isekai yeah. that we already know everything about. Isekai, so yeah. it just kind of jumped right in. And to Ricky's point, he was saying like he had a visceral response, but I think that kind of made me like the show a little yeah. bit more, just because. A hundred percent. Yeah, you just instantly you know you have that feeling like, man, this just guy, guy just got screwed over. Like, yeah, damn, he is. That's like a fucked up way. He's Dude, like, yeah, yeah this but... is gonna be awesome. You know, yeah. coming to a new world. I'm a hero. Yeah, yeah. And then you just get blamed for raping a girl, and yeah, yeah and nobody likes you, and Pretty, you gotta yeah. go, go Dude, on the grind. I think with, go ahead. I, I think what did it for me, man, was just that it, it honestly, like you being someone who was dropped in another world, and it's like an, a JRPG style, like high fantasy game. His knowledge alone would have made him kind of a cautious hero type, right? Mm-hmm. If not for the world screwing him over, he probably would have slayed. Yeah. From mm-hmm. day one, yeah, because of all of his knowledge, um, but because the world decided to do him dirty, he he basically was uh, resorting to some very interesting uh, tactics to gain people and power. How'd y'all feel about him being, in for lack of a better term, kind of a dick? <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. He dabbled in slavery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't. But he was a good like he was slave owner. Or anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes. Oh god. <laughs> well, I think I think it was like really him just using what the world had to offer. Yeah. Like, yeah. so like everyone that lost their shit about like the the slavery aspect of this, like they got to remember this guy is <laughs> basically in a video game as far as he's concerned, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like him killing people or, you know, taking part in slavery and all this stuff isn't that bad. Like, like imagine going into a game and then you're playing as a character who has to do this. Like, I, I just didn't understand, like, at least the public outrage toward, like, that aspect of the show. Like, what do I, what would you guys think? Like, I thought it was just whack. I mean, yeah. instantly like, freaked out about it. He was just completely blown off by the rest of the world. Yeah. So he just... He didn't trust anyone anyways, and nobody trusted him. So he had to do what, you know, if he wanted to even find a way to get home, yeah, he had to do whatever means he could. Yeah. I mean, it would have been one thing if he had picked up uh, Raftalia as a slave and, you know, treated her like crap, but he picked her because he saw something in her and he saw that she was suffering, so... You know, he's like, oh, well, maybe I can help her. He's a tsundere. I, I think for me, it, <laughs> <laughs> he was a tsundere. I think for me, man, I think for me, man, it was like the fact that he was villainized by the world. It 
it was almost as if it opened up doors for him that a staunch I'm a hero for the good of the people and everyone sees me as such those doors would have been closed to him uh, dabbling in slavery and maybe bribery and you know him acquiring assets to be self-sufficient you know that that kind of thing couldn't happen if you're seen as this high and mighty holy warrior for the kingdom from the get-go the other three heroes I don't think could have done what he did because everyone already perceived him as a villain so he's like all right if you're gonna see me as a dick I'm gonna do some dickish stuff and yeah. but he never did it in a very unbelievable way he did it as Ethan and y'all have said, you know, it's almost as a necessity. So everyone kind of resonated with that. And I mm -hmm. loved that aspect of the Sisekai. That's a very unique aspect of this. Yeah, I thought it was really realistic in his reaction to what happened to him. Yeah. Like, in video games, if shit like that happened to me, I'd just go on, like, a massive slaughtering spree. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Yeah, yeah. No. Like, uh, Quick that save. <laughs> That Quick game. Save kill everybody in the building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the game, uh, do you guys ever play Infamous? No, I don't know. Oh, the super, oh, is yeah. that the superhero one? Yeah, so it was like yeah. this launch title essentially for the PS3, I think, where you you could either be a hero or like a, a villain, but you have like electric powers and shit like that. And they I was they a let you Sun fan. <laughs> yeah, so they let you basically like have two files. You can have a hero file and a and a villain file if you want. And even my hero always turned into a villain. I couldn't help it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, someone just walking down the street says some shit, and it's over. It, it's funny that you say that, because I, uh, after this, um, PlayStation Store was having a sale on uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, so I bought that, oh, yeah? and you can make choices in the world, and the way your, your answers reflect or affect the story. So I would pick answers based on how Nafumi would answer. <laughs> did you really? So yeah, you, I did. Like, you know, awesome. you kind of like act game. like a dick, but that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you act like a dick, but you're really helping people. Yeah. The yeah. Sundere, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love the Sundere analogy because it's actually pretty true. <laughs> it's actually pretty true. Oh, Dude, you should have posted that on uh, the playthrough on YouTube. I would have watched the shit out of that. Oh, I would have watched the I'll have shit to take, out of yeah. that. Get the, what's it called? The, the Elgato. Elgato. Yeah, yeah, we got an Elgato. I'll have to post it. <laughs> Yeah, there oh, you do go. That. Yes, but uh, I I like the way that um the world building was done in Rise of the Shield Hero too because it it they expanded far beyond um just their your static I'm the hero I'm the savior the world revolves around me via prophecy or otherwise we learned later right that there are other holy weapon users legendary weapon users mm. even outside of the main four cardinals that we have even if. Now for me was villainized as the shield, the the devil of the shield. Uh, how did you how did y'all feel about that religious angle they had in the story? I actually rather kind of liked it. Yeah, yeah that it, was cool. I think it made sense. I think it helped the story. Mm -hmm. And it helped it was cool that like there were past heroes as well. And they like what their decisions did what the decisions they did um in the past affected how they were seen through the church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Absolutely. I thought it was, I was also into that, interesting how each of the heroes came from different uh, universe. Oh, and yeah, they came from a different universe. For sure. yeah. That was sick. Yeah. Like, different versions of Japan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they were in the beginning, they were talking about like, oh, well, who won World War II? And you're like, <laughs> you know, who's your prime minister or your president? Who's on the dollar bill or yeah. the yen? 
the yen bill. Yeah. So I thought that was a pretty interesting aspect too. Um, That's a really clever way to differentiate parallel Japans, right? Like mm-hmm. that's not a common, you, you wouldn't jump to that initially, but it's not a far-fetched logical leap to understand that, oh, you guys won World War Two. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Who's leading your country yeah. now? Who's on the dollar bill? What's the world like? Who is yeah. gracing? <laughs> what's what's your world like? So uh, it was. But it I was liked. I liked how they. Yeah. Ricky, how they came to that because they literally each of them said, "Well, this is like this game," and they ended up all four saying different games, mm. and they're like, "Wait a minute, I don't even know what that game is." Yeah. Well, now Fumi, right? and so like he came through a book. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That's very Which true. was interesting. Uh, too. I, I think yeah. that would, I love how they kind of shoehorned the isekai entry in this one. It was so kind of, it it, it was slapdash in a good way, in my opinion. They mm. didn't, tri- it wasn't trifling on, oh, it's it's this regal kind of ceremonial aspect, or oh, he's playing a very specific cursed game or some shit like that. He opened a book. He looked at the book. The book went all shiny supreme, and boom, he's in the world. They didn't. He's like, ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go again. Here we go again. Yeah, I I, I was a huge fan of the way they didn't they didn't baby me through the whole isekai, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. tropes and the the tutorial levels, so to speak. I was really a big fan of that. They got right into it. They got right into what made it special, and uh, that's kind of what hooked me initially so. how do you uh how do you feel about the like differing power systems between each of the you know different weapon user because it was like based on like what they thought the weapon could do essentially right so like since mm-hmm. they all came from different universes they all had a different opinion of how everything worked mm-hmm. and that's why you know multiple times throughout the show you have these big conferences between the four of them they're all like yo fuck you you're not telling <laughs> yeah, me the truth yeah. you know yeah no i like that aspect yeah, that was really it, interesting and it was a good way to work in that they had to work together. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, if you share certain tips or things that you've learned with the other guys, then they'll grow and become better heroes. Right. So I thought that was a good way to incorporate them working together. And But it was so funny. Those conferences never went well. Yeah. Now Fumi's like, all right, fuck Ever. all of you guys. I'm leaving. I'm done with all of you. And and every time he went like, there, it's like something new happened. Like, oh, I can't believe you did this. Like, yeah. <laughs> free Philo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, free Philo. That was like awesome. a dysfunctional family. Yeah. Um, but speaking of, speaking of Philo, let's run down some of these extra side characters. Let's talk about Raftalia real quick. She mm. was voted best girl by Crunchyroll of last year, or I guess 2018. I can't remember. Uh, but one of the years in the last two, she was voted best girl. Facts. Would yeah. y'all agree with that? Facts. One hundred percent. Facts. Facts. Thank you. Thank you. Because and, and it sounds weird. I voted to say. for. Her. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds weird to say because she, the way that these beast folk uh, mm. aged is uh, correlated to their level. So if they mm-hmm. leveled up, they aged faster, but mentally they necessarily were still kids if they leveled up quicker than possible and raftalia being uh, associated with one of the four cardinal heroes she leveled up extremely quickly mm-hmm. so uh, you know everyone on some forums have been saying like y'all she's like 10 yeah, <laughs> yeah. Th- that actually Every- th- let's let's chill that actually threw me off because i wasn't sure how she was gonna age mm-hmm, um yeah. i remember in the beginning of the show it shows them like standing on rocks i don't know if you guys remember that like the first episode. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was because like Naofumi got sealed 
by one of the like heroes or something because they hated mm. him so much. And then there was oh, like a time skip, and then she got older. That's how I thought it was gonna be, but yeah. I like the way that they did it mm. instead of that. You know, what I also like is that he didn't instantly notice that she had actually aged. Yeah, he still saw her for a while as that little girl, and then I never noticed that. You're right. Yeah, yeah. it's very interesting. And then when oh, she man. saved well, him, then he noticed like, mm-hmm. oh, she's not the the same little weakling that I bought. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, weakling, no. Child, yeah, yeah still maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think the weirder part, right, is like she's basically his child in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know, like when they, or she starts having like legitimate feelings for him, mm-hmm. it's like almost like the old Stockholm syndrome to, to, some, uh, <laughs> to some degree, right? Well, I mean, he never um, saw her as a love interest. He always said she's like a daughter. She's the one who got the feelings. And I feel like it's different right. from her perspective because he was just this man who came and saved her and took care of her. Yeah, but Stockholm I, syndrome I, is killing me. Oh I, loved, I loved his approach to it, though, because like he basically set up the entire season as like, setting all of these characters up to be able to like survive once he goes back to his home world. Right. Mm -hmm. And all these other characters like want him to stay forever, which he like never wants to do. Mm -hmm. So I like that. He's like very true North in that regard where like his, his goal is always the same, just get home. Right. But Mm -hmm. he's still setting up all these people that he comes into contact with to the best of his ability to be able to survive or thrive or whatever after he does go and I like that, you know, you know, Raftalia is obviously struggling with the fact that he's going to leave at some point. She's caught feelings, but he's just like, look, I'm not going to be here. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, I just really, I really like that, like, dynamic between the two. Yeah. I'm bouncing, baby. I'm bouncing, baby. You just got to deal with it. I'm actually really <laughs> but, curious uh, to see yeah. what the decision's going to be, like, when the show actually ends, like, what he's yeah. going to decide to do. Oh, you know he's going to stay. Uh, you never know, man. You never I, know, but I think. You know, I, I think he's going to go. I think he's gonna go. I think, I'm, and he's I'm gonna, gonna bring Raftalia with him. Oh yeah, <laughs> introduce Beastman with to the tail and, and ears. Yeah. <laughs> Take the world by storm, Elon Musk. That's how Beastars <laughs> happened. Oh, geez. That's how Beastar happened. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. But yeah, honestly, how'd y'all feel about this show visually? I think it, I think they did a really good job on the animation for what it was. Yeah, uh, it wasn't. <clears throat> In my opinion, top tier, but it was definitely more than I expected it was going to be. I don't have any complaints about it. Mm-hmm. I, th- you know, I think it was really well done. Um, I think, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I think it was well That's animated. Good. Sometimes the CG stuck out a little bit, but it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't anything that was detrimental. Like, C- oh, oh That's what I was. That's what I was trying to get to. The CG, yeah, yeah. Is that CG. In both of these shows, the ones mm-hmm. we both pitched each other, there was an application of CG in some mm-hmm. regard, and I think. Uh, Rise of the Shield Hero did it in such a way where, you know, they used a little bit of camera CG for dynamic mm-hmm. camera mm-hmm. angles. They used some of the powers that Iron Maiden was CG, but that, that was awesome. very well. Yeah, that it, it didn't detract from the look because it still had some uh, Sakuga hand-drawn stuff incorporated with it. Mm-hmm. And I always get a little worry, worry after Ari Ferretta and my PTSD <laughs> with that show and the, and the CGI with that <laughs> always gets me a little little jumpy when I see CGI. But uh, Rise of the Shield, it was tasteful. It was a good. It was a good go. It was a good try. <laughs> I have never yeah. seen uh, Aru Ferreira, but I see the meme of the Don't. the blue haired girl, and there's yeah. like white stuff everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't do it to yourself, my dude. I won't. 
you're you're better than this. You're better than this. Unless not, you really want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Just he's one not, night. He's not. He's not better. You're you're holding him at too high of a standard. <laughs> uh, watching it Fair tonight. <laughs> gonna get a text. Hey, dude, just like that. Twelve bad. page report by tomorrow. I'll get it back yeah. to you soon. Yeah. <laughs> I want a book report, <laughs> please. That D minus. A dissertation. Of show. <laughs> oh man. What do you guys so think about? Day, yeah, sorry, just really fast. What do you guys think about the like progression of now Fumi as a character too? Like, mm. obviously, we all know he's like sort of the anti-hero throughout it, but then you know, like ba- basically just his deeds finally stacking up, and then people kind of having to recognize him. I liked. I thought it was cool that he was kind of doing like these low-key kind of side projects, yeah, and side quests that were slowly building up his reputation. And then everybody started to kind of, you know, have a a change of opinion. Um, The way he developed, like how he was just kind of edgelord for a while and then uh, Reptalia saved him and then he kind of softened up a bit. Yeah. I thought that was. uh, I mean, that that was that was really kind of the arc, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's what they set up. Like he they, they set him up to be in the red. Right. Socially. So his arc wasn't necessarily personal only. Like Mm -hmm. there was a lot of personal growth in him, but it, it. the journey we were all looking to see because of that initial, like we talked about, visceral emotional reaction to him being uh, injustice in that way that, you know, we're looking to see him get back in the good graces of the world he's been ter- transported into. Mm-hmm. And it was very, I, I don't know if it was the same for y'all, but it was very rewarding for me yeah. to see that, you know, the world around him recognizes him, even before the people that needed to recognize him, the heroes and the royalty the common folk is who he fought for. The common mm-hmm. folk are who recognized him first, and they're the ones in the end that fought against the uh, negative opinions of the royalty to uh, sway their ideas. So I loved that journey was probably the highlight of this entire show for me. He's like Robin Hood with a shield. Red. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually not a bad way to put it. Well, he still really takes money from the poor, it. though. Yeah, that's he, true. <laughs> I love that. I loved that part. I forgot of him about because, that. Yeah. Well, like he started off so negative, like mm-hmm. he needs to like do something to start gaining back some ground, right? And I'm like, I'm like, that is my boy. I'd be charging them through the freaking nose as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Well, he already thinks everybody hates him anyway, so he's like, well, I got nothing to lose. Might as well make some money right, off yeah. of this. <laughs> exactly. And he jumps well, in. This is like, I don't like. I, I, I you don't have any money, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how about? All of the crops you have, yeah. Uh, He's like, yeah, well, I'll I trade we that owe for you something. something. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I think one of my favorite parts then, like, was when, sorry, real quick, was when all the knights from the uh, first town <laughs> wanted to become part of his party, oh. <laughs> and yeah, and he was like, okay, but it's going to cost you. You got to bring me like two hundred silver or whatever it was. And they gather all the money, and then they come. He's like, "Okay, you can be a part of my party now. You just use that money to get yourself better gear, because I don't need like shitty partners." <laughs> but it was kind of cool. He's like, it's "So real," you know. He's like, yeah. but he's like, wanted to make sure they were devoted enough mm-hmm. that they would actually bring all this money to him and give it to him. And he saw that they were, so he's like, "You, you earned your spot in my party, but I want you to be better than what you are now." So I, I really liked that uh, part of the show. Right, I think that really plays into like him wanting to leave, but leave everyone in a really good position to like kind of carry on for themselves. Right, mm-hmm. like 
I think, well, most of the people he comes into contact with were, were pretty interesting and ended up liking him. Um, but I can't, I'm like really struggling to figure, to remember this, but there wasn't there like some like overall guardian that talked to the four heroes every time there was a wave. There's like some person that always was like, yeah. well, he's way ahead of you now or something. Right. When, when like near the end, like now Fumi was the only one that even stood a chance of like dealing with the wave. I'm trying uh, to remember. I feel like, there, I was, feel like, like there was something like, well, that. there was, there was the part where the queen comes in. And she right. was kind of like, yeah, you guys don't have a chance. Love and then there her. was, yeah, right. Yeah. And then um, I love her. I really love her. <laughs> you don't understand. Yeah. Like marriage. I want to marry her. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like marriage. Yeah. Give me that body wife, pillow. Wife her up. <laughs> wife her up. Wife her, yeah. yeah. Where's that body pillow? I'll take three, please. Like a, a half dozen, even if I must. I I love um, at the end how like she was. Can I say it? Are we spoiler alert? Um, she was spoiler alert. Yeah, she was going to kill her daughter. Students, it's happening. Oh, bitch. Ooh. Yeah, bitch. Fuck, bitch. She <laughs> should have died. Mine, I hated yeah. that part. And then she named needed her. to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> what was? I forget what her name was. Bitch. It wasn't Melty. Malty. Oh yeah. Before her, her name. Wait, wait, no, wait, her name's one? her name's mine. Is it mine? Uh, wasn't it Melty? Oh no, Melty uh, and her adventurer name is yeah. mine. Mine, Sophia. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, there it is. Yeah, yeah. I thought her real name was mine. No, no real name's the other Malty. daughter, and no. the the younger daughter is no, Melty. That's the other daughter. <laughs> wait, wait. They're very creative in this. Let world. me look. Let me look at Wikipedia. Because because <laughs> there was another girl named Glass. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that one. There was a yeah. There was a girl named Glass. I, the one thing I'm actually really excited about while we're looking this up on Wikipedia, um, <laughs> I I love the idea of having other. Uh, cardinal heroes in other kingdoms in this world. It's not exclusive to the four, right? Like sword, arrow, uh, spear, and shield. We had like fan and that other guy who were also considered the cardinal heroes of another kingdom mm. because the wave it, it made the world feel bigger. Yeah, you know? it made the they made the world feel more lived in when you had other kingdoms that were subjected to these waves and they also had to summon their own with their own set of legendary weaponry. And I love that was another thing that late game I loved because he's going to have to at some point go up against them and they also considered him a devil, which was very interesting mm -hmm. to me, right? Weren't they fighting him because they're like, oh, you're the shield. Yeah. We don't like you. We specifically don't like you because you're the shield. And I would love no, to no, see no, in no, season... No. Okay, hit me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I need, I need, so why they, were they fighting him? They were looking for any of them. They just found him first. Was the reason that they mm -hmm. ended mm -hmm. up hating him more. But okay, yeah, if you remember why? in that final battle, they were like trying to wax all of them. Yeah. Okay. They didn't fair. really care that's that fair. he was a shield, like mm -hmm. specifically. In fact, at the end, they were actually pissed that he was a shield because they liked him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so why why exactly were they trying to kill another kingdom's four heroes? I forgot that point. I mean, because I don't they think were trying to protect their, their home worlds. Yeah, they're supposed right. to battle each other. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, y'all right. Look at you professors out here. Well, well I think there was... Dropping there was, knowledge. There was like some mechanic where like the waves were happening in different universes at the same time. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I don't understand how they ended up becoming part of a wave. Like oh. that part didn't yeah. really make sense. It's also been a while. Or, mm -hmm. Yeah. Weren't they interpreting... Weren't they interpreting... 
like the uh, the cardinal heroes of other universes were interpreting each other as the cause of the waves. Yeah. yeah. Because the fan chick would show up in their wave, and they're like, "Oh, you're clearly the person bringing this wave on." Mm-hmm. And at the same time, they were like, "Oh, we're here to defeat you to stop our waves." Mm-hmm. So they're like, "Wait, what? Like that's some." It was some weird. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah exactly. I'm excited really like, to yeah. learn yeah, yeah, yeah. what happens with that. Definitely, that should be really interesting. Oh, so the second princess is uh, Melty. Her name is Melty. Bitch's name is Malty. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Screw her, man. She's the worst. Yeah, but they renamed her whore, right? (laughs) The end. (laughs) Bitch. No, they named her bitch. They named her bitch. He made a royal decree. Listen, students, you have to listen to that. A royal decree that everyone in the kingdom has to call Malty Bitch mm-hmm. as the name, as her name. I love that's such a beautiful like otaku bullshit thing. Like, oh uh, well, yeah, like, you have to be, you have to be named Bitch for the rest of forever. Even her mom <laughs> called so her Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what are you doing, it Bitch? Was, like so <laughs> so like soft hearted though too. Like it almost like made you like feel for like now Fumi because. Mm-hmm. He could tell the queen like really didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <Yeah>. so he like, <laughs> it's still true. you know, he kind of basically saved her there from having to like kill her own daughter, you know, mm-hmm. or her husband as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. I for- trash. called him. Yeah. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> trash. That's it. Yes. God. King yeah, trash. That was, that was, I love that portion of it. And then like, I don't know. He's just like ended up being such a like kind hearted character and mm-hmm. everyone like finally realizing it throughout even the other heroes being like, damn, we really fucked up, you know? And I don't know. It was just like such a cathartic payoff near mm-hmm. the end yeah. where yeah. like, like this guy you've grown to like as a, you know, isekai hero is finally getting his just desserts. He's got his notoriety too. Cause everyone's like, uh, you know, they see him go whatever that demon shield version is. And they like, he, like, he kicks everyone's ass like I don't know, I just like mm-hmm. it was like the coolest freaking show. I think it was one of my favorites I, from last it's, year. Absolutely. It's definitely yeah, the I most rewarding anime I've watched in a while. Like it, I didn't know if it was like his whole kind of situation was going to be fixed by the end of that season. I thought it was going to take multiple seasons, mm-hmm. so I was kind of happy that they didn't drag it out. That he was going to be treated like a piece of shit. But it, <laughs> so that is that is a splendid segue mm-hmm. honestly because i had one question before i got your final thoughts your final rating this season 1 of rise of the shield hero seems to have hinged on that journey from going from social ostracization mm-hmm. to you know a hero that is respected by all do you think season 2 will be as compelling as season 1 without that because he is seen as a hero by the majority of this kingdom, even by the royalty. So without that journey, do you guys see season two being as compelling? And how is that? How, is, how do you think it's going to play out? You know? Uh, well, uh, damn, that was a good question. Hard, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. I mean, that's hard. That's hard, right? Because yeah. that's what I've been thinking the entire time. Like season two and a season three is confirmed, mm-hmm. but they won't have that journey for him. He doesn't have that from rags to riches so to speak mm-hmm. anymore well, so what happens now i'm guessing because they set up kind of like that whole mystery of how there's these different worlds and there's the four heroes from all these different worlds now so i'm That's guessing they're set, they're going to set up more of like a mystery kind of trying to solve what what you know what the hell's going on here mm-hmm. um i'm guessing there might still be some bleed over for for so like people that still don't like him 
Yeah. But yeah, it, de- it definitely won't okay. be completely detrimental to his journey anymore. Yeah, because he's also kind of reached this level, so they're gonna have to raise the bar. Oh, yeah. on all the other villains. Mm. So it'll be interesting okay. yeah. how they see the, how they do that. Um, and we still have the religious thing, right? Mm-hmm. We still have. We don't really know why exactly the shield hero is hated religiously. Yeah, you know. We had that. We had the the bishop or the pope or whoever attacked him in that one battle, which was amazingly animated. But um, it, it that religious angle can probably carry them over into season two and three if they keep that under wraps. Like, what exactly well, I think they did changed last? It, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, that was just did in they? that one city where they yeah. didn't, okay. yeah, believe okay. in the shield hero because the other towns they I accepted him. Yeah, because that's, right. that's why they're trying to oh, keep him trapped right. in in their land so he couldn't get out to a safe place to regroup and well, continue all the yeah, I think that's going to be yes that's a good point I think that's going to be like the main they, 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 crux of the next couple seasons is like we really have only seen the human like cities mm-hmm. and as they mentioned there's like all these different races and stuff that they can go see um, and then like I think they said at different um, different like main city hubs at the upgrade station, you can do different things. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know was, if like, you can do yeah, 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 different. I can't remember. I can't remember if you do. Oh, different maybe it's things, just because I... they were outlawed from the one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They couldn't. They couldn't level up in their home kingdom's uh, hourglass altar. Place. Dude, they I, couldn't I was level like, up. but they could level up <laughs> elsewhere if they needed to. And that's I was, what they... I was full like slaughter, <laughs> slaughter version of him at that point. I was like, kill them all. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Destroy. <laughs> Good show. Well, oh man. Yeah. But, uh, at the end of the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, two guys in a warehouse out of a hundred shields. What would you give this anime? 84. For season one. 84? 84. Look at you out here. Yeah. Okay. Give it a 85. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Price yeah, is right, Price is right. Style. <laughs> yeah. Price is right. Yeah. No, I mean. Hell yeah. As soon as those later seasons come out, I'm, I, the, the score will probably go up. It's just because yeah. just waiting to see what. It hasn't what completed how. the story yet, so yeah. you can't really give it a full. We had this conversation, I believe, last time. Yeah. Can't give it a full 10 yet yeah. or 100, but who knows? It might, it might come very soon. Mm-hmm. Unless it gets pushed so back, you do like a an additive scale where you're adding to it every. No, no. Well, just this season, yeah. We can add to the first season and the second season yeah. once it comes to a completion, right? But you can't really give it a a masterpiece score if it hasn't even been completed yet. Once it hits that completion, we will reevaluate. Yeah. <laughs> we will come together I love in the opinion. conference. I love that opinion. <laughs> I love that opinion because you, you don't know you don't know you don't know the whole the whole story. So how could you possibly give it a definitive rating? But could ruin season it. Eighty four and eighty five. <laughs> oh no! Don't jinx I, I don't it. Think it no. will. Don't knock jinx on wood. I actually like this I'll show. Find some wood. <laughs> yeah. Knocking on wood yeah. in the mic. Where's the wood? That's at? how it's going. I, I got plastic and a glass table. You got your chairs wood. Oh shit. <laughs> So that's, I mean, that's Rise of the Shield Hero. Yeah, students, go ahead and watch this one if you haven't. It really is breathing new life mm-hmm. into the isekai genre. But in terms of high fantasy, we were given a sleeper pick, in my personal opinion, Rage of Buhamet. Genesis. And we're going to turn it over. Uh, uh, Genesis, <laughs> specifically Genesis. We watched the first season, uh, a quick 12 episodes, ignoring the weird 
recap episode seven that was on Hulu. I'm not really sure why that, <laughs> that was, was so there, weird. But, yeah, <laughs> but let's do it. I'm gonna turn it over. Two guys in the warehouse. You got to get us questions. But Ethan, do you want to give a ten thousand foot about what this show is about? Rage of Bahamut. Oof. So <laughs> you you <laughs> should probably do it because I have. <laughs> you want me to do it? I got it. I got it. Because I I literally I have so issues. fresh in my brain. <laughs> you have issues. Yeah. Okay. I got, I got. It's fresh in my brain right now. So mine too. Students. I'm just saying. <laughs> Reiju Bahamut is a anime that came out in 2014, late game. It came out in October of 2014, and it was saddled with a mobile card game of the same name. And it was put out by Cry Games and Mappa, which it had uh, absorbed in the years later, Wii Studios, and it was responsible for things like Attack on Titan and other very big name anime. And when I watched it, knowing that it was a game-saddled anime, we have on this show talked about other shows that have been uh, game-adjacent, Mars of Destruction, Pastel Memories. They have not had a very good reputation, according to us. But after watching this uh, 12-episode series, it is shockingly good. It is about a high fantasy world, kind of very D&D-esque almost, of angels and demons fighting over something called the God Key to keep a entity called Bahamut, a massive dragon, unbeatable by all angels and demons alike, trapped in its enclosure. And we are opening with uh, two dudes, in my opinion, starting this season with the same exact beat-for-beat beat scenes as the Prince of Egypt anime, or animated movie, by the way. Two guys running on horses, causing havoc in a city. <laughs> and it's, it's, it really is, it's, it's beat for beat, that old Prince of Egypt movie that we all watched as a it's kid at some point. funny maybe. as hell that you um, say that, because I, re- I like instantly likened it to, um, I think it's like Pirates of the Caribbean 5 yeah. or some shit, maybe 4. It's got some Pirates where they're of the Caribbean like, vibes to mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, they're like up on the, the water wheel, <laughs> and it breaks off, and they start rolling around on the, you know, big-ass water wheel. <laughs> Like, I don't pretty, know why, but I was like, up. I was like, this is like literally scene for scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How is this happening? <laughs> it kind of is that. I mean, we, we have our two characters in the initial game. Uh, <laughs> Favaro, I think that's his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main character who carries this entire season by a landslide. I love him. He is this slender, redheaded, poofy haired dude who doesn't give a fuck about anybody except for, in his words, booze, women, and freedom. Yeah. That is all he gives a fuck about. I love his character. I, I And he reminds me of a rogue from D&D. Mm-hmm. He's sneaky. He's got you know light weaponry. He's very uh, cunning, high charisma stats, high per, uh, deception stats, everything. Um, and you have Kaiser. Who is what a nerd. A oh, my knight. God. What a fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> He's got high yeah. charisma, and uh, I think he gets a plus five to attack <laughs> in the third <laughs> you, Ethan. I, I know what I'm talking about. All my D&D oh. boys out there know what I'm talking about. Crazy bird. But I actually wanted to ask <laughs> I wanted to ask y'all over the warehouse, what made you recommend this anime? I know we said we liked high fantasy action, mm-hmm. so I know that was- Before that, uh, what made what... you watch this? 
Exactly. Why is this interesting to you? Well, we both watched it probably right after it came out. Originally. No, I watched and, it seasonally. Yeah, I didn't watch it seasonally, but I think I watched it about a, se- a year, like at least a year later. Mm-hmm. Um, and interesting. It's really just a nostalgic show for us. The biggest aspect was the fantasy aspect of it, um, and it's just a fun, quick show to watch. I mean, it's just this epic scale of a show that has literally everything in it, gods and demons and dragons, even though almost has like a small mecha portion when those uh, giant knights come off the oh, wall. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 The golems. Yeah. 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 I, I start, I'm starting to think that Mappa might get a little bit of a little bit hot and bothered when it comes to uh big battling entities, the same way attack on Titan is, mm-hmm. you know, they just get, they're just like, they hear big battling golems. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Let, me yeah. Let me produce this. I'm in. Let's go for it. Um, But it, honest to God, like, I was telling y'all on the Discord before we started this episode, this show has no business being as good as it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. It has no business. Um, the animation is absolutely stellar for what it is. Like, it, there's no reason why it should have this much Sakuga in mm-hmm. it, or tasteful CGI, or you know, just generally good fight scenes. Um, and uh, not all the characters are great, but the ones that were great carried the season very very well and as i'm rambling at this moment i remembered ethan about five minutes ago said he had issues i'm curious ethan yeah so like you have issues lay it down there i think it well i think it was like really really solid visually right so like that's that's the main thing i want to get out of the way like the, the pros i think like it was definitely fun it was definitely um visually very appealing like including like the actual animation but like specifically the art was just really you know easy on the eyes i guess you could say um it was for sure like the base story pretty easy to follow but i i gotta say the like overall story was pretty scattered and Mm -hmm. in my opinion like fairly weak like I know they set it up as part of the game. Let me finish. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to. I almost don't want to, but I will because I respect you as a professor. I respect your PhD. So they started off. You should respect mine. Ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, they started the uh, the season, and it literally instantly starts into a big-ass battle between the demons, um, the gods, quote-unquote, and then, like, Bahamut. And they don't really explain what the hell is going on. It's just that mm-hmm. big, like, massive explosions and all this stuff. And then, like, I don't know if I literally missed it or what, but I never saw them saying, like, they worked together to seal him. And so I didn't know what the hell that even was about until, like, nine episodes in when they finally, like, verbalized that they had worked together to seal Bahamut. So, like, at first, I honestly... I think they showed that season... They showed it episode one, dude. I saw that. it, but I didn't know what <laughs> yeah. was going on because they didn't explain it. I think it was a pretty it. easy, easy visual cue to link together, my dude. It's pretty. <laughs> they both I, I shot had... massive beans at him, and it didn't do anything to him. That's all that you saw in episode one. <laughs> but I knew they were working together. It wasn't a hard logical leap. You have a PhD. After they literally all. look like they Come were on. fighting. Absolutely blow me. This is so stupid. <laughs> Okay, and then secondly, <laughs> like they gave they gave like um what I would consider like a Nordic looking power to the demons, like the blue lightning. Mm. So I leg- I legit thought it was like 
like Zeus on one side <laughs> or, you know, God or whatever you want to call him. And then on the other side, <laughs> Odin. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. It's, warehouse, warehouse fellas. You got any retort for well, that? Well, I will say like, it is, it's kind I don't want to like, I don't, uh, I'm trying to find the perfect word, but it's kind of like a dumb show because it mismatch, mix mashes like all the lore Mm-hmm. from the it card really game does. yeah and it's like oh, i can see where oh, ethan's yeah. coming from because it's just like <laughs> odin zeus bilzebub <laughs> like yeah lucifer, all these, lucifer it's yeah. like what the fuck is going Azazel, on dude yeah they're all they literally they literally mixed mm-hmm. yes yeah. go no go ahead yeah go ahead. they i mean michael uh the angel, yeah they yeah. they mixed christianity with greek mythology mm-hmm you know, and right. yeah, so I I can totally see where that's getting yeah. confusing. I think they did say you took, you took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, that it was it was it was fascinating to see like three entire mythologies yeah. sm- like slamming together demonology with North mythology with Greek mythology, and all the players in there just happened to fall. Uh, it, it, random picking out of ran- of all three of the mythologies, and I, there was a part of me that actually kind of liked that because mm-hmm. I have a, a base level understanding of most of that kind of thing so i know the names i know where they're coming from i understood from the get-go that they were never meant to meet <laughs> a lot of these people were not meant to meet it at all but um it the one thing i wanted to say is because of all of this information being thrown at the audience uh you would think that the pacing would feel weird to me the pacing was as if the people making this anime knew that they had 12 episodes and only 12. Mm-hmm. So they went hard on making it work in 12 episodes. The pacing for this was shockingly good. It wasn't the best. It wasn't masterful pacing. But they knew that th- what they were working with, and they decided, okay, we only, we only have 12 episodes, so let's try to ramp things up in a way that feels meaningful. And I really like the pacing. I didn't feel like I was thrown for too many loops in a way that felt uh, disruptive, you know? Mm-hmm. Twists happened well, I think at they, the right moment. They were able to, like, do different things throughout the series. They did the, like, Monster of the Week bounty hunting type thing in the beginning, which was, like, pretty cool and interesting. Yeah, that was cool. And then they, like, kind of transitioned it into this, you know, massive battle um, near the end. And then also, like, you know... Um, I go okay. Like something that really ticked me off is they kept like interchanging between angel and gods for the angels, mm. and then and then okay, they also yeah, had yeah, another yeah. subset of Greek gods just show up at the end, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. dude, yeah. you can't fucking do this to me. <laughs> like I don't know. It was just like really like it's like an overload, a struggle yeah. for me to figure out what the hell they were like smoking, talking about. What I wondered maybe was if it was just like a Japanese lack of understanding of those different like pantheons essentially. Um, and then like, obviously like the Helheim thing, that was the only like Nordic mythology or North mythology aspect. And right. Like, I don't know. It was just like so random. Like I, I feel like they really just took a bunch of buzzwords and threw it at it. Like, don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed it. I think, like like I said, visually gorgeous. Like the story, like the basic story was pretty good. Um, like even like seeing the different players, right? Like Beelzebub, literally Lucifer just chilling, <laughs> not doing anything. Like, but then like my confusion yeah. is they keep talking about Satan and then they talk about Lucifer as like a separate entity. Mm-hmm. 
and they were like Lucifer was not Satan in this in this show. <laughs> and so it's like, what is going on? <laughs> like you can't just make shit up like most of the way and then also add in all these like realistic quote unquote like historical figures. Like it was just so like I think it was like very slapdash from like a like a compositional standpoint. But I like if you can put all that stuff behind you, I think you'll really, really enjoy the show. And so, like, that's where my bones to pick are. Is you know, like, I can't really do that. <laughs> I think for I think for me, man, it was it was just like, if you, I think I came at it knowing it was a counterpart to a game, knowing that the ones we have watched in the past that have fallen into this category, their entire objective is to advertise for the game that they have, and a game can have a lot more. I don't know, loose mythological ties to make a compelling game. But where this particular anime stands out from the rest of those is they had a lot of care. They took a lot of care to make characters that were compelling, animation that didn't suck absolute shit. And they already had a lore to work with that maybe worked for a game, but how do you make it at least enjoyable enough to watch in a 12-episode season? And in that regard, I think they succeeded. Was it a masterpiece? Sorry, fellas in the warehouse. Absolutely <laughs> it wasn't a masterpiece. No, no, yeah, yeah. But 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 it was but it was quite compelling and it was fun to watch. I, I found myself when I started it yesterday. I'm not afraid to admit that, but I started it yesterday. I actually stayed up pretty late watching the first half of it. I was like, okay, this is actually enjoyable. And I think it comes down to the likability of the main characters, Favreau literally carried this season for me he was somehow the comic relief and a compelling main character all in one while this celestial god and demon battle went on around him and he was tied up in the middle so i mean you could tell that the writers and the animators they all took some level of care above and beyond just a 12 episode advertising season for their for their game and uh, you love to see that extra mile, and for me, that's why it was way better than expected. So, yeah, um, I mean, I totally agree. Like the fact that they made something semi cohesive out of like that pure jumble of stuff. Like I kept, I kept right. like thinking the whole time. I was like, I'm like insanely impressed. They like actually even have like a semi through line story because I actually looked up the game quite a bit, and as far as I could tell, the only like character characters were Zeus and Bahamut and the rest were sort of just made up to fit the story is what it seemed like yeah. from from like my research yeah. into the actual game um so like like I said pretty impressive to me the whole way through um so let's talk about waifus really quick um yeah let's do it so I would obviously say um the main chick but She's five years old. Yeah, <laughs> we were just talking about she this. Is in f- <laughs> I did not expect the whole like Raptalia, ten years old, and then this thing with five. Yeah. Years. There's actually a lot of parallels between the two. Shows. Yeah, I didn't expect that. There really I was going to say it's actually kind of Amira, uh, Amira and Raptalia have a lot in common. Um, but she makes if you. I wish that they didn't bring the whole five year old thing into it <laughs> because she made for a compellingly fun waifu. Yeah. Until you heard that in like episode nine or ten, and you're like, ooh. Yeah. But it yeah. finally made Even sense. Even Favreau was like, so wait, like, what? Childish. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it made sense why she was so no. childish, though. 
it makes sense. They they tied it into the story about why she was that mm-hmm. way in a in a way that made a lot of sense. But at the same time, like Jesus, guys, like you didn't have to do. That. You know what's yeah, funny? I mean, they really really uh, slowed our rolls. Uh, Amara is five years old and has like I don't know. I'd guess like an eighteen year old body. <laughs> and Rita is like thousands of years yeah, old yeah, 200 oh, years oh, old yeah, and right. has like a, a six-year-old's body oh shit i forgot about Rita. yeah <laughs> so they they, mi- they missed the mark on both levels. Yeah. they missed the bar the, <laughs> on both main they chicks. give you nothing i like rita i actually no, I, I, love really rita. Like I think rita. i like her wittiness rita was cool <laughs> she's witty and she was a little op yeah yeah after watching all of that she she was she was op but they didn't like she wasn't a deus ex machina all the time like well, i think when you're 200 years old being necromancy yes you yes, pick up exactly. a few things i think they exactly they made her is that the the tagline like... for the next uh isekai yeah. <laughs> 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 when you're when you're 200 years you're... old you pick up a few things <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my gosh <laughs> oh god oh my god no but i but no, so I like mean, the it, way you said favreau carried it i think she actually like the second she got introduced into the story she honestly carried it because i agree actually like, a lot she with carried the beeline she carried that beeline <laughs> with uh kaiser and her well until they all met yeah, up that but opinion. she was also like the the kind of i, I don't want to say she, the, the impetus for resolu- resolution but she would like basically shit talk them when they were like acting childish and stupid or like when they were doing the wrong thing at the wrong time right like she was so grounded. And she would always yeah. like throw her arm yeah she yeah. was like the grounding force yeah, and that's like what i loved man. about her yeah same here that's i think that, that's what i really like too go ahead sorry ricky I, I think no no you're good you're good i was gonna say like she's one of those few individuals in anime where oh, I've lived for 200 plus years and I'm in a child's body and then they kind of just leave it at that in a lot of anime for surface value lowly shit. But, like, they made her a compelling grounding force because she has, in fact, lived for 200 years. Of course she'd be a very mature and emotionally kind of uh, hankered down force for them. Like, she's grounding. And I don't see a lot of anime actually having characters like that, which is fascinating to me that this one-off oh sorry two off there are two seasons to this show but (laughs) this game this essentially this game advertisement that blew up like made a character that has lived a long lifetime compelling in a way that would make sense for someone who's lived for a long time and i love that that was that that made her more compelling that still doesn't beat favreau for me man like, well, i want to party with him so bad i want to party with him he seems fun because he's gonna he's buy your cool drinks dude. you gotta spend your bounty the night you get it yeah <laughs> yeah of course this i really this is wanted the way. her um, this is the way i wanted rita to do the uh the like classic anime thing where they're like you're 200 years too young to you know talk to me or something like that right and then be like, oh, oh, oh yeah, I kind of oh. wish that was- <laughs> I think that would have been hilarious, like a big-ass Easter egg. That pretty fucking funny. But I think that it, it kind of, like, funny. speaks to, like, MAPPA, right? Like, I, is the way you deal with these, like, semi-half-baked ideas from video games is you just have to get, a, like, a stellar-ass studio? Like, is that the solution? Pretty much. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it was it, – you could tell that it – the quality came out. I could tell it was a cut above the rest of these game animes because of the work MAPPA put into it. It almost had a very 
uh, if you all have seen Castlevania yet, it, mm-hmm. it, the art style had a very Castlevania aspect to it, but the Sakuga was very classic Japanese animators, the ones that Mappa could pull around. And I, I don't know, I, I was I was uh, smitten by the idea of the um, animation style. Not necessarily the quality. The quality is clearly Mappa quality, mm-hmm. but the style that they did was not cutesy. It wasn't over anime-esque if that makes sense it was very clean but mature for the topic they were talking about like i said there was no business for the level of effort to be put into this show that was put into this show and yet here it is and yet it's better than i expected i think they just went like with a, a studio trigger type idea where they're like all right we got 12 episodes let's just make this as crazy as possible <laughs> let's get stoned let's and just have put fun. everything we can into it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, what if we have like angels in there? Yeah. <laughs> is that in the game? Nah, dude. Nah, dude. Just let's go for let's it. Let's bring though. Zeus. Like, no <laughs> you know what this <laughs> yeah, is missing? Yeah. Just... Odin. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what? What is? It... Wait. What else is it missing? A we random realm from Norse mythology. <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. it's missing. Let's go with it. Oh yeah. And you know what? Why the fuck not? Let's go with Satan. Yeah. Let's just bring Satan. Yeah. But, but never actually show yeah. 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 And then also let's have Lucifer just chilling. And Beelzebub. And yeah. Beelzebub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, so at the end I, of the day, like, well, to me, it brought up the fact that like I think anime is like literally the perfect way to have a story related to those like mythology type stories right Mm -hmm. so like we had been talking in like vinland saga how we thought it you know anime is a good medium to bring out like the like the emotion and and all that like growth for you know someone like thorfinn but i also previously had mentioned like a myth mythological type scenarios like they're perfectly um kind of laid out for like an anime kind of adaptation like I don't know about you guys, but I'm like into the Viking shit, right? I think it'd be mm-hmm. really cool to see like, like a a version of like a uh, Vinland Saga type show, but also like show like the the you know Norse gods showing up and like at battle you know battlegrounds and stuff. Like I don't know if you guys have seen that new um, Assassin's Creed that's coming out, the Viking one. Oh, I did not, but you have piqued my interest. I will say that. You have definitely piqued my interest. It looks sick as hell. Yeah, go watch that trailer. But basically, that that trailer looks amazing. Yeah, but basically, like, the main character is like this, you know, war chieftain, essentially. And they're, at least in the trailer, they're on this big battlefield, and he sees, like, Odin by a tree, (laughs) just, like, kind of chilling. And uh, I don't know. I just, like, I think all the different mythologies, like, including, like, Japanese mythology, Greek, Roman, you know, Norse, all that stuff is, like, really, really interesting stuff. And, like, I just don't see a better way to portray it than with anime. No, I I agree completely. Massively hope they'll do more of that stuff. Ethan, I, I, hearing that out of you, I would have assumed that even if this was kind of a um, ramshackle way to slap a bunch of mythologies together, I assume that that mythological credence would have given you know you a higher uh, review of this show in terms of the lore, just because it had that in there. But except they you, they were not consistent with their lore, and they were like wrong on okay. multiple. Yeah. St- it just like really was okay. frustrating okay. when they kept calling angels gods <laughs> yeah. and you know 
you know, they had Lucifer and another character named Satan. <laughs> like what? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Like they That's did, they did a lot of stuff right, and then they just had like massive inconsistencies for honestly no reason. So I was like really confused. Um, but okay, it was just slapdash in, like, in that. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a valid point. Yep. Yeah, I want to hear we uh, the warehouse fellows uh, their review of this show as well. But Ethan first, out of a hundred. Uh, two hundred year old lollies. How would you write this show? <laughs> I will give it a whopping and unmatched seventy five. Um, Favreau's oh. big uh Bahamut barbs out of a hundred. <laughs> okay, I would give it. I would give it a seventy nine Bahamuts out of a hundred. Warehouse guys, how do you feel about this show? As the ones who have suggested it, I want to hear your take. Me? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I was hooked. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean, I already well, kind of gave mine in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, from the first episode, I was hooked because I did love. It, um, I know. I don't know if I recall watching the what is it, Prince of Egypt? Yeah, but you. But I watched Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, right. Caribbean. Yeah. Like I used to I watch. I think you that said that dad. when you recommended it to him that it gave you that vibe. Yeah. Exactly. Like I watched that sh- that movie like fifty times. It's like one of my favorite. The first one, at least. Um, it's amazing. So that really hooked me. Um, Mappa was still kind of a new studio, so I was really interested to see what they could do, and I was just genuinely surprised at the animation and how like huge the scale was. Because you just like Zeus is throwing thunderbolts. You got like some demon dude. <laughs> throwing whatever the hell he's throwing <laughs> but just like huge explosions so you know it was just kind of more of a uh i just want to watch it like a stoner show kind of watch you know what i mean just turn my brain off enjoy it and uh it's my favorite show <laughs> <laughs> it's a popcorn, popcorn, popcorn anime. anime it's yeah. a popcorn yeah. anime yep so uh would, you, would y'all uh agree with our 75 to 79 range of yeah of ranking okay yeah i think that's a fair yeah, score if you, if you fair score mm-hmm. yeah students if you're out there look if you're looking for something to veg out on the couch too you're into christian and north mythology without really worrying about the logistics of it all <laughs> go ahead and give this one a watch i mean it, it's it's better than you it's better than we expect it's better than i think it has any right to be but at the end of the day we are sitting on two pitches right now rise of the shield hero and rage of Muhammad. these seem to be pitches to both of us so uh thank you guys for suggesting that one that was a out of left field one i would yeah I would it was a fun ride though yeah 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 it was good it was good out to you on your pick because so, uh, uh i i mean no I, it was a 24 episode show i didn't expect to like it. it in two days i didn't expect to like I, it yeah two yeah. days too <laughs> uh, i was like Whoa. yeah it was two days it was a marathon dude it was too good too good the to day stop. after you recommend or i awesome. think i watched it like a week after you guys recommended it to us mm-hmm. yeah and you'd watch it like the day after. Yeah, you, we share the same Funimation account. He's like, God damn, this dude already finished it. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. And then he like showed up at the warehouse one day. He's like, so I'm like, dude, Raftalia. He's like, yeah, dude. I was yeah, like, dude. I, was like yeah, I love how Nafumi just gets fucked yeah, in the dude. beginning. He's like, me too. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, good show. Well, I'm good glad show. you guys like it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a good, good recommendation for sure. Yeah. Cause I was a little, I was honestly a little worried because some of the other shows you had mentioned, like Dora Hetero and like, um, hmm. some of the stuff you mentioned last episode aren't exactly like one-to-one with rising the shield hero. They're hmm. like, 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 like you said, you're not like super into Shonen. And mm-hmm. so 
Um, you know, I was a little concerned. I'll be honest. <laughs> Correction: so I am really the Shonen Junkie. Yeah, yeah, I am actually a Shonen Junkie. Dylan's not a real Shonen Junkie. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, Doro Hetero is uh, Studio enough. Mappa as well. So. Is it? Right. 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 Yeah. And so uh, is Doro. Just so you guys Ro, know, which yeah. I thought you know was pretty good, like artistic uh, comparison. Doro Hetero. Yeah, Doro Hetero. Doro um, but hey, you know what, students? Thank y'all for coming to class. Thank you, Warehouse Fellas, two guys in a warehouse podcast. You should go listen to their stuff. They are pumping out some seriously, seriously good content. Go check out our collabs back in February. I'm kind of blanking on the number that we had, but uh, <laughs> we were on each other's shows, and uh, they were they were a hell of a good time. Um, you got anything to plug? Do you guys know warehouse? You guys do anything interesting lately? You got any uh cool episodes coming up? Uh, we are currently uh on a three part episode uh talking about studios, uh the best and the worst, uh featuring Tyler dot anime uh from Instagram and he also has a podcast. Um, but you can find us on uh Instagram at TGW Podcast or uh, Professor Alex. underscore Otaku. Yep, and we're now actually on Stitcher as well. And Apple, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. Except for SoundCloud. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're um, on SoundCloud. No, I keep getting <laughs> so emails saying that it's not working. <laughs> oh, never mind. We're no longer on SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> well, while they get that shit fixed, um, you can check us out on uh, YouTube most episodes. We don't particularly have one we have guests because, you know, we're stick- sticking to isolation situation here, folks. We are trying to uh, keep everything clean and tidy. Uh, in terms of hygiene, but if you want to listen with your ears and not your eyes, check us out on Google, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, and anywhere else you get your podcast fix. Um, check us out on Instagram at webology.podcast. We've got memes on memes on news. We've been a little light on that lately, but the news has been streaming. We've been uh, uh, showing y'all the corona situation for a couple. Black Clover, RIP. <laughs> they are uh, sadly stopping for... Uh, Obviously, health reasons, but yeah, know, I gotta, I gotta hear. tell the uh, the fans like, you know, it's been fine so far, but now I'm legit <laughs> depressed. Um, this was honestly the one thing that could have done this to me. Um, I know, and now I it has. I feel bad. <laughs> oh, it hurts. It hurts. Me I've to slid down the mountain a bit. <laughs> so you've gone to the void, and I've come up to the light. We are yeah, trading yeah. places, as it were. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and he. <laughs> We have had a lot of user recommendations for anime we should be watching. If you have one, uh, add to our list. Email us at webologypodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Twitter, webologyp. <laughs> and I think that is – is that right? Yeah, yeah it is. Sure I just right. can't I fix on. it. I don't, <laughs> I, it's fine. Webologyp, I'm into that stuff. So, um, <laughs> He's into I think P. that's all our plugs. Confirmed. I'm into P. <laughs> can't help it. Um, but until next time, I'm Ricky. And I'm Ethan. And this has also been Two Guys in a Warehouse, and you've been listening to the Webology Podcast. Deuces! Uh, deuces. Bye. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>